Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a seven-figure online coaching business in just two years. Now I'm sharing my proven strategies with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. Grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Welcome to the Taylor DeHaze podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It has been a few weeks since I have done a podcast episode, guys. I have been moving across the country. I think a lot of you guys know that at this point, but I'm recording this one on at the beginning of April, April 10th to be exact, and this is the first podcast that I have recorded in my new home and my desk. Guys, it has been kind of a hot mess, so not to go into super extreme detail, but you guys know moving is just kind of a pain in the ass, right? And I thought that I would be without my stuff for like a few days and the moving truck ended up breaking down and it was just kind of a hot mess. So anyway, I finally got my stuff in my house and I don't have any furniture really. Um, I'm sleeping in the guest bedroom, but you know, this is kind of, this is the first time I've purchased my own home. And so if you guys have always maybe lived in apartments, which I have. I never really cared too much about the decor or how it looked. So anyway, I'm taking my sweet time making this my my own. And if you guys live in Dallas, in the Dallas area, you'll have to say hey to me. I'm always around. But um, yeah, I haven't lived here in about 12 years. So it's not totally new, but it kind of feels that way because it's been so long. But anyway, I am so excited to just get back to my routine. I I'm somebody that really does thrive on that. If you've listened to me for a while, you're familiar with me. You guys know that I'm pretty type A. I'm on my stuff. And so when things are not really going according to a plan or there's a system, I feel kind of off. And so anyway, I, I think that now my that my desk is set up. I mean, I've been working at coffee shops every single day for the last few weeks. And, you know, a coffee shop is fun to go to for a day or two out of the week but it is not conducive in my opinion to just like everyday work because you guys know there's like lots of talkers and it's just kind of busy in the hustle and bustle. So anyway, we're back on the game. So when you, when you read this title, you know, maybe you were thinking, okay, how the hell did buying a luxury bag actually bring you more revenue? And I want to walk through this and it's really not about luxury items. I don't care if you're into luxury goods or not. To be honest, I'm really not somebody who ever, ever truly was. I mean, I I think it's fun to buy nice bags, but at the end of the day, that's not really my, my thing. I spend a lot of money or I spend my money rather on like concerts and events and things like that. That's what I like to spend my money on. However, because of the music I listen to, it's not like those tickets are really expensive. Any emo kids out there, you guys know tickets to a show are like 20 bucks. So that's not really breaking the bank, but I digress. So I want to kind of give you a story for how this started for me. So basically my business coach and I were talking, and this is when I first started working with this person. And I made mention that I really wanted this bag. It was a, a crossbody Louis Vuitton bag. It was black with some gold chains on it. Very like sleek and not super flashy by any means, but very me. And I really wanted it. But I was like, okay, whenever I hit this next goal, I will get that. So I was currently at this point in my business making about 40K months. I will say 20K of that was going to my team, okay? 50% of my revenue was going towards my team, which sounds a little crazy, but 
I will say that is still the same amount that I spend on my team today and my months are six figures. So needless to say, I wasn't ready to ditch, you know, like 4K for a bag, right? That just seemed crazy because I don't know, I was already spending almost half of my profit margin going to, you know, my team and stuff, right? So basically, you know, what I had was broke bitch energy, okay? Now, there is a difference between completely being frivolous with your spending and honestly treating yourself here and there, okay? I am somebody that really has a hard time spending money on myself. I will still use coupons. I only buy from Sephora when there is a sale going on. And so, you know, for me, $4,000, $3,000, whatever, on a purse just seemed crazy to me. But I really wanted it. I really wanted that for myself. And at this point in my business, in total, I probably brought in, you know, I mean, 40K months is pretty solid, right? But I I had brought in close to half a million um, at this point in my business, if not a smidge more. But, you know, this all stems from kind of how I grew up too. And maybe you guys can relate. So this scarcity mindset where, you know, there was this history with money where my family, my dad, we just kept all of these receipts. And everything that I was taught was, you know, if you can't afford it now, you definitely don't need to buy it, right? Like if we did put anything on a credit card or he did rather, it was all like, you know, 18 months, no interest. I joke that that is my dad's catchphrase. Truly, I think he needs it on a shirt because he is so great with money, but he's also very, what's the word? Not stingy, but kind of like my dad, no matter what he has done, like he is still buying like everything store brand, like nothing is top notch every now and then there might be something, but for the most part, my dad has that scarcity mindset. So my rationale has always been once I have X, right? Or once I make this something launch, then I'll treat myself. But here is the issue with that mindset. The issue with that mindset is that that never happens, right? So this could be literally anything, I hear this all the time. I will wait until I'm making more money before I invest in a coach. I will wait to hire my next team member until I'm hitting multi six figures. And the issue is that never happens, right? Because what happens is if you buy or do or act, that first thing happens much quicker, right? So once I hired a team member, I made more money. Once I bought a Louis Vuitton, that seemed normal. I made more money. So Once I bought that Louis Vuitton, it's like I stepped into the higher version of me. I wasn't afraid to play bigger, right? And I mean, seriously, there was a lot that changed for me after I bought that bag because it was very, very empowering to just drop that money on something that did not have a return on investment, okay? Like I just really liked the bag and I wanted it. But what else did I do in that same month? I invested about $50,000 in stocks. I paid my OBM more to work with me. I trusted that I was easily going to hit a big launch and I did. It was almost 700K. It was a $688,000 launch. Okay. I doubled my MRR in months. I had multiple six figure months. I cut off dead end friendships. This is a really big one, guys, because you probably have felt this is as you're scaling your business, people treat you differently. And it's not about money or not having money. It's just the fact that like you have more freedom, you have more things going on or What happened to me is at the beginning of my business, 
I would say that I was busy, didn't have time to hang out. And people thought I was kidding, right? They were like, oh, you're not that busy or whatever. And I'm like, no, I, I really am. I'm running a business. And I also stopped teaching 5 a.m. boot camps and cycling classes. So specifically the boot camps. Cycling, I had to quit for health reasons. But for boot camps, I definitely stopped because it got to a point where I was like, okay, Taylor, you're waking up at, you know, 4 a.m. to teach a boot camp to make $25 before taxes. Like, what are you doing? My rationale was, well, the gym membership is free, so I want to keep it. But at the end of the day, I was waking up at, you know, 7, 7.30 on a daily basis. And so when I was getting up at like, you know, 4 a.m., it was honestly just making me so tired for that day. I know that sounds silly, but like it really wasn't worth the, I don't know, $17 that I got after tax. So anyway, that is how it really helped me step into the higher version of me, okay? And so wherever you're at, I want you to start assessing your patterns and your relationship with money because it's going to it's going to show you, like this is not about the bag and I hope you get that by now, right? It's not about the purse. It's about making a decision that feels uncomfortable before you're ready, do you understand, right? Like making that decision is what empowers you to make others because it's kind of like flexing a muscle. Once you take action one time, Every action subsequently becomes bigger, right? Once you hire one person, you hire two and three and four. Once you hire a mentor, you stay with that person. It doesn't feel as scary. Once you do these things, you start acting in that bigger role for yourself. And that is what I want you to do. So I do want to give you kind of like a a small little story that does have to do with luxury goods. But I had a client with me that was in Fitness Coach Academy, and she really wanted to get a Louboutin keychain, like a key ring, okay? And she didn't want to spend this money. And I kind of told her this story about my bag experience. And I said, look, here's the thing. This is also another issue that I've noticed is that people feel uncomfortable around luxury goods. Meaning, if you're at the mall or bopping around or whatever, and you see a Chanel store or a Louboutin store or whatever, you typically don't want to go in them Because you automatically feel like, number one, you don't belong. Number two, they're not going to treat you seriously. And number three, you're you're probably not going to buy anything, right? So you have this like weird relationship with luxury goods that you just can't afford them anyway. It's not for you. You can never do it. So start small, right? Maybe you go into Chanel and buy those earrings. Maybe you go into Louis Vuitton and buy that key ring. Maybe you go into Louis Vuitton and get, I don't know, a pair of shoes. I don't know, right? But my point is... There are certain things you can get just to warm yourself up to the idea of luxury, okay? Maybe the next time you fly, you just treat yourself to business class. Like there are teeny tiny things you can do. My point is this client listened to that and she said, because she wanted to get a certain amount of clients before she bought anything from Louboutin. And I said, well, what are we waiting on, right? Because a keychain is not that much. Get the keychain. You've been wanting it. So she bought the keychain. And she felt so good about it. And and it like really propelled her to land more sales and just, you know what I mean? Step out of her comfort zone. So anyway, that's kind of my thought process on luxury. So at the end of the day, I want you to step into the mindset of the higher version of you. If that's six figures or seven figures, whatever the next level is, whatever that looks like. And I want to talk about ditching what I consider that broke bitch mindset. Okay. And I know that sounds harsh, but Essentially, that's kind of what it is, right? Like we are keeping ourselves small and we play small. When we play small, we stay small. I say that all the time. And I think that we understand it. What I I can't reiterate enough 
is that taking action propels you to take bigger action, right? When you continue taking action, even when it feels uncomfortable, that is what keeps the momentum going continuously, okay? So ditching that broke bit mindset. Number one, I want you to read and learn often. Continue to engage in intelligent conversations. And if somebody's a dead end in your life, cut them off, okay? Take accountability for your current situation. Blaming external situations removes your power, okay? So if you say, oh, well, I can't do this because I'm still paying debt or I can't do this because I am still working three jobs, that then becomes your story, your excuse. And when you try to say anything that is outside of that current story, it becomes falsified. Okay. The next thing, stop being so cheap. I know this sounds silly, but poor people focus on saving Rich people focus on investing, okay? You need to make your money work for you. So hire a financial advisor. If you need a recommendation, seriously, DM me. I am not gonna try to sell you anything. Truly, if you need any recommendations for team members, I probably can help you out, okay? Stop hoping and manifesting, guys. Manifestation is not a strategy because there isn't execution. Success happens when you take massive action. Okay. So I hope this empowers you to do something bigger, right? Maybe it's hiring that coach. Maybe it's investing in something. Maybe it is hiring your next team member. Maybe it's buying the damn Louis Vuitton bag, but whatever it is, I want you to take action like the higher version of you. All right, guys, I will see you next time. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Taylor DeHaze podcast. Love the episode? Share it and tag me on Instagram. Have a question? My DMs are always open. Until next time, bye y'all.